Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast. This is your host, David Rodriguez, with my co-host, Ryan Keelan. Ryan, the cats are hot. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's beautiful weather out here in South Florida. What could be better than this? How are we doing, my friend? We're doing good. Um, you know, we stopped before the All-Star break. The All-Star game was was decent, in my opinion. And then we went 2-1. and one. Super Bowl's today. Going to eat a lot of food. So it's going good here. How about you? It's going good. And I know your girl, Tate McRae, stole the show all weekend Woo! with the draft and then uh, being on the bench uh, behind some teams. So uh, some quick thoughts. I know you had some takes. Uh, I, I thought it was okay. The skills competition was was okay, but I thought the game was uh, pretty intriguing. How about what do you think about the Oster uh, game? Uh, number one, Tate McRae's stock went way up, as <laughs> you know, as it has been for a little bit. She's had the number one song for a while now and greedy, but yeah, her stock went up. Um, and then the games were were okay. Like the the first one, I think it was Team McKinnon versus Team McDavid. I believe that one was just like. I, I don't know what that was. They barely, they scored like eight goals total. It was, it was boring. But then after that, it picked up. And and just like last year where, you know, team uh, Barkov and, and Kachuk won last year when it was down here and then team Matthews won in Toronto. So I, I kind of saw that coming, but it was pretty good, but I'm, I'm glad we're back to real games that matter and actually playing a little defense. So. <laughs> yeah. Austin Matthews and his team taking, uh, not just the MVP of the All-Star game, but obviously the trophy. I believe they got a million dollars for winning the event. And like you said, Team Atlantic winning last year for Florida with Kachuk and Barkov obviously being the face of the, the All-Star weekend. So, yeah, All-Star weekend wrapped up. We saw the Flyers, the Caps, and the Colorado Avalanche come to town over the last 10 days or so. And I thought the Flyers game was interesting. Both teams were playing relatively well, five on five. It just didn't look like the Panthers could get any mojo. I know we talked about it, Ryan, um, before the game. The Flyers were looking a little bit slumber going into that break, came off. And I think now they've won three in a row. They beat us, they beat Winnipeg, and then I beat they beat another team last night. Don't know the name off the top of my head. So Flyers have been off on a roll, but Panthers rebounded with a nice win against they beat the, the Kraken. Oh, Seattle. Okay. So they, uh, the Panthers came back. Good response against the Capitals. So Betch can score another goal. So inch closer to that all time record for, for him in goals behind Wayne Gretzky. We'll see if he gets it, but that's another, uh, topic for the future. And then I felt like that Colorado game, Ryan, was the most complete game we've played all season, not just with a shutout, but obviously overall stellar on the power play. Not too many penalty kill time for us, but. Five on five, I felt like we controlled majority of the game. Just some quick takes from you uh, in these past three games before we get to our listeners' questions. So I'll start with the good first. I mean, yeah, definitely just because of the team that we beat in Colorado, who is a top three team in the league, no no debate. I mean, they're just solid all around. And we just dominated them. It's different than when we dominated um, Arizona about 
two or three weeks ago, six to two, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when that happens, it's, yeah, it's, it's Arizona. So beating Colorado and then to beat them eight, four um, weeks early in January, like this team, when when they're playing like that, no team is beating them how they played last night. Um, The Capitals game. I mean, another that was it's cool to see you know Ovechkin is is chasing history mm-hmm. um but then the Flyers game I mean that was just I don't know what I don't know what that was it was a little uninspiring I want to say I, what do you think about that I mean it was yeah, a weird know, game, like you said yeah I know Maurice had mentioned it felt like it looked like we had taken some days off right maybe a little bit too many uh tequilas by the pool and, and Turks and Caicos happens, as, <laughs> as some of the guys were doing during vacation so yeah, obviously, to start off, that little homestand we had was a bummer, but the, I think the way they responded, especially in the Capitals game, 2-2 going into that third period and uh, getting a goal in that third period to take the lead, and then the empty net obviously fell. Lamborghini. Yeah, big goal by Lombard. He needed that so bad. For sure, for sure. And I think the fourth line has been playing you know, consistently a little bit better now in these last three games, which is for excellent. Sure. Excellent with what with what we need. So it was good to get Listen Ryan on the board yesterday as well. Get his game going. So overall, the Panthers playing good. And I, and I wanted I wanted to mention one thing here, Ryan, before we get to another question here. Okay. Um, there was a quote from Aaron Eckblad talking about Gustav Forsling. I'm not sure if you saw it. Um, it came from Jordan McPherson on Twitter. Uh-huh. I saw and, that. And the quote was, "This is Eckblad talking about Forsling. He can also throw around a guy that's 250 pounds." If he wants to, I know he could. I've seen him with his shirt off. It's why we keep our wives away from Gustav. <laughs> from Gustav, so you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they see the bodies in, in the in the locker room. Some got some dad bods, but I know Forsling in the past has had those muscles, and I think he was named most fit in the team last year or something like that, Ryan. So we've talked about Forsling a lot, and and you know, over these last three games, we've seen just again. I think he's the man you got you got to rely on in these key situations, um, especially defensively. Uh, I'm sure you could agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where where Forsling gets this this rep of like being a soft player and and this and that. I mean, the the guy does everything for this team. He's he's the best defenseman on this team in, uh, this whole season. I mean, he does PK right five on five. Him and Ekblad have been outstanding. This whole year, I mean, our our yeah. defense has been solid all year long, all all of them. But yeah, I mean, sure. you this guy can he can throw people around when he wants to. It's just he doesn't have to do that on a on a nightly basis. That's what Mikola is for. Right. But but uh, I think Forsling has seventy hits, so he's throwing his body around. So I don't know why people say he's soft and he doesn't check. He doesn't do this. He gets pushed around. It that's it's the complete opposite. So we need to sign this guy ASAP. Yeah, and you and he goes up against like you mentioned with Aaron Ekblad, they go up against the top lines, oh, yeah. night in and night out, and and especially on the penalty kill when you're playing the number one unit every time, he's always the first one out there. So, uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot how he was a waiver wire pickup and how he's completely turned his his career around, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope that you know the Panthers can reward him with with something that uh, will treat him right and and keep him here for a while because, like you mentioned, goals against we allowed 131 goals in 52 games that is the least in the nhl tied with i'm sorry second least winnipeg has the least and we are tied second least with i think pittsburgh um was the other team so like you mentioned defense has been stellar can't complain about defense at all and offensively we've done pretty well um over the last few games so before we get to some questions i just want to mention 
I don't know how I can read this ad, Ryan, because it's still the Super Bowl offer. Um, so new customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into $200 instantly using code THPN. But again, when we post this, uh, the Super Bowl will probably be over. So uh, yeah. we'll keep you guys up to date with new codes or always use the code THPN and new customers will always get perks for the DraftKings Sportsbook as always. So I uh, wanted to get some questions here, Ryan. Um, the first one is going to come from, uh, let me see the name here. Sorry. Uh, that kid from Round Rock. Is it better to finish second place and let Boston get the president's trophy? Uh, well, um, you can start there, Ryan. So I I don't, I don't care. I don't care about that president's trophy curse. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, there's 16 teams that make the playoffs. You saw the Panthers were the last seed last year in the East and they made their run. I just think it's just, it's just numbers. Like one out of 16 teams, you know, will win. And if, you know, just because the team has most, the most points doesn't mean they're going to win the Stanley cup. So I don't really care about the, the president's trophy at all. I don't know what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think the Panthers are on track if they continue to play the way they have been, obviously, to compete for that President's Trophy. Whether it's a President's Trophy or not, I think you always want to finish as high as a seat as possible. So if we were to able to catch Boston, we're three points behind with the same amount of games at this time of the recording. Um, I think that would be your goal. Obviously, it's a day-to-day, week-by-week kind of thing. You just want to worry about what's in front of you, which is the next game on Wednesday against Pittsburgh. You can't really get too tied up to if we get the president's trophy or not. I just think it just comes down to next game, you got to play the best you can be and and stay as healthy as possible because we know this team is destined for the playoffs with 30 games left. So you want to stay as healthy as possible. Obviously, we know, we know the trade deadline is about a month or so away. There's a lot that's going to happen in between that time. So I wouldn't say that the president's trophy is, is a curse. I just – Obviously, that happens. You know, stuff happens. Every year, the number one seeds don't always make it to the Super Bowl. And I don't think it's a curse or a Stanley Cup or the NBA Finals, whatever it is. It's just you play good teams along the way. That's It's just, hard. There's so many good NHL, NHL, NBA teams. Like, it's exactly. not just a given that you're – because you have the most points in the regular season, you're going to make it. So, I, exactly. I don't I don't believe all that stuff. Yeah, so I would say to answer the question is just worry about being as close as Boston as you can. And then with about, you know, 10 games to go, see where you guys are at. If you guys can push for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, then, yeah, absolutely go for it because you want to play the, I mean, the weakest piece team possible in the first round rather than playing either Tampa or Toronto in the first round. So, we'll And you see. do want home against, you know, exactly. whatever team you play if if we make the, you know, say the Eastern Conference Finals against, you know. Exactly. So. exactly. Okay, next question comes from, this is Jake. It says, Bob Vesna Trophy and Reinhardt Hart Trophy nominee. Oof, oh. that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna say no to both. Um, yeah, I think Connor Hellebuck has got absolutely the Vesna Trophy within his grasp right now. Um, not just what what he's doing um, with Winnipeg, but obviously the face of USA Hockey. I think he's got the Vesna Trophy. Locked up. He's got the most goals saved against um, above expected by a mile and a half. So I think hella bucks there. Obviously, Bobrovsky has been playing stellar um, this whole year, but I don't think he's got enough to win the Vesna. I'm not sure if you agree there, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, 
I think he'll be top three if it ends right now. Yeah. But like you said with Hellebuck, I, I just don't unless, – unless, you know, unless Bob goes on an absolute tear to end the season, which I'm if he keeps playing how he's playing, I mean, there's a shot. But right now at this moment, I, I don't see it. But he's top three for sure. Okay, yeah, you got to throw Thatcher Demko in that conversation as well. So, yeah, I can definitely see maybe Georgiev, who obviously we beat – um, could be in that conversation. So yeah, yeah, top three, four, five for sure. And then Reinhardt Hart Trophy nominee. Um, no, I mean, like he's having a great year. I mean, he he could, you know, I don't even think he's going to have the most goals, obviously, because Austin Matthews is a, an animal. But I think it, right now it'll be McKinnon, and McKinnon has twenty one more points than Reinhardt. Like mm-hmm. Reinhardt's scoring a lot of goals. He's having a great year, but. I don't, I don't, he's not the most valuable player on our team, you know? So I I don't, I see that's, that's more of a no than Bobrovsky for me. Yeah. I would say the top three right now have to be McKinnon, like you mentioned, Nikita Kucherov. And then you've got to throw like Pasternak. McDavid by default in there. Yeah. Top three in points, three, four in points right now. So yeah, I don't think there's a defenseman that's necessarily in that conversation either. Obviously, Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr have been, you know, lighting it up. But I would say those three, even if Austin Matthew picks it up as far as, you know, some more yeah. points, he can get in that conversation. But it's just really hard for Reinhardt to be in that Hart Trophy nominee um, slot for sure. Uh, okay, one more, one more before we get to the next question here. I want to remind everyone about caneswear.com obviously they've got a huge sale going on right now we mentioned it last time ryan they've got 90 dollars off some inner miami jerseys they've got 70 dollars off miami hurricanes adidas jerseys the night ones and they've got 70 dollars off uh, miami hurricanes adidas supernova shoes so they've got huge deals on the miami hurricanes huge deals on inner miami obviously the home for the florida panthers merchandise as well so Make sure to check out Canesware at 2655 South University Drive in Davie, Florida, or call them at 954-835-5597. And all orders over $99 get free shipping in the United States. So always great to remind everyone about Canesware and all they've got going on there. Open Monday through Sunday, uh, about 10 hours a day. So make sure to stop by their store in Davie. Once again, shout out to Canesware as well. Uh, a couple more here. We talked about this last time, but unpopular opinion coming from G-Force. Uh, unpopular opinion. Mackie should stay in the AHL and develop this year. Uh, I, I'm i not sure if that's an unpopular opinion, Ryan. I'm, I know you and I, I, I think Cousins has a role on this team. Yes. He's obviously crowned I, right now the rat of the NHL we've seen. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's a good take. Um. Yeah, I don't think it's unpopular. Like, if Mackie Mackie's not going to, you know, lead us to a Stanley Cup per se, like at playing on the on the third line in the playoffs. So I mean, like, I, I think that's a spot where you know you you want to put him in the top nine, obviously. So you want to replace that in a trade or or whatever it is at the deadline. But I I, I don't have a problem with him staying in the AHL this year at this point. But also, we do have too many fourth liners playing in our in our on our team right now you know so we do need to get a spot for that top nine like we said last podcast right yeah there are a lot of questions again on what we should do at the trade deadline and whatnot so we had mentioned that last episode just um just briefly talking about i think you know the panthers are pretty much set in stone with where they are but 
maybe a third or fourth line addition could really help the team uh, going into that playoff run and, or maybe like a sixth, seventh defenseman. But I think Kulikov's been playing pretty good, Ryan, not to get off topic here. but Recently, yeah, I, I yeah, think so. 13 points now, more than Brandon Montour, more than – uh, just about the same as Aaron Eckblad. Obviously, they played Montour's on the power play too. Weird. Some game, yeah, some games less, but nine primary assists, which is, I believe, second or first. That's first as in our defenseman for primary really? assists. Yeah, nine from Kulikov. So for him, he's got a couple mistakes. Obviously, that have been pretty pretty bad. But I mean, from a six from a sixth guy, I, I'm not too. I'm not hating on Kulikov. You know, could be worse. You know, Kulikov is our boy. He's he's always going to get a little love from me. <laughs> For me, especially. Yeah, um, no, Mahara is sitting back there. I mean, so, yeah. yeah I, I don't know what know. we need to do, but I, I think a top, you know, a third-line guy at the deadline will be fine. And let Mackey develop and see what he has next year. And this comes from Tiny3192. It says, OEL is the one of the top-rated defensemen, yet he's on the third line. Why? Ugh, I mean, it's tough. I mean, OEL came in. Obviously, we have our boys that we know, Ekblad and Forsling, are going to be your shutdown guys. Mikula and Montour seem to be an okay pairing. So it's just tough because, like we said, with Ekblad and Montour coming in, OEL is kind of the third stick, right? He's going to get the third and second looks, I, I would assume. Right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I, I have no – like our our – you know, top four, like, is pretty solid. So, like, if he's still he's still playing 18 minutes a game, so he's he's getting decent run. And I, I honestly think he should be getting a little more power play time at this point. So I think his minutes should go up. I mean, when he's out there, Montour is just uninspiring right now on, on the power play. He's not producing points. You know, he'll have a little burst here or there and get someone open, but it's not like it was last year. And I don't see why OEL and can't get, you know, a little PP one time one games and put Montour on PP two. So yeah, it's a real tough conversation to have. And I actually put a poll on Instagram, Ryan, about uh, two three days ago, and the question was, who should be the defenseman on the first power play unit? And there were about let's see, about five hundred votes, and about just under fifty percent were saying OEL. Yeah. So and then about twenty percent said Forsling. And Montours was about 10%, and Ekblad rounded out like 8%. So OBL got the majority of votes. Forsling actually got second, and Montour got third. So I don't know. I feel like it's split here as far as obviously the fan base has grown to enjoy Brandon Montour and stuff like that on the power play. Had a great year last year. But, I mean, if the power play was struggling, which I don't think it necessarily is, Ryan. I mean, there's some nights it clicks, some nights it doesn't. But we saw against... Colorado it clicked every time we had a chance yeah it's just it's the power play is not struggling but Montour is just not it this year it's you know it's going to save us a lot of money uh this offseason but it's tough want to see you want to see the pp one quarterback you know produce and he's not so yeah it's tough it's tough and and someone had also asked how are we going to keep everyone with the cap next year who is staying this came from uh ad high these Instagram names always confuse me. I mean, we've talked about it before. It's impossible to keep everyone, I would assume, right? With with just the way the team is built and stuff like that. So 
I mean, different people will say different things. Obviously, we know Reinhardt and stuff like that is probably the one guy you want to see if you can lock in at a nice deal. Right. I would say Forsling is your second second go-to and then Montour third. You know, I, I just don't see how they can prioritize Montour over Forsling right now. You you can't. At, at this point, I mean, Montour is is very easy to replace just based on his production this year. You could stick. You could re-sign OEL, um, at in you know to be PP one. Um, but yeah, I, I see it as Reinhardt, Forsling, maybe even OEL over over Monto. Does OEL have two years or or just he's one? just the one year? And you got to remember, Ryan, yeah, so. Forsling, Mikula, and OEL are left-handed, so our right-handed yeah. D just come down to Ekblad, Montour, and then we've been having either Kulikov, who's left-handed right. but playing on the right side playing on that offside. So if you were to lose Montour and assuming Kulikov, let's say, unless he wants to sign another one by one, um, you're going to have to fill in that right side. Cause obviously Forsling is, is great on the left hand, but the further you go down, you got to strengthen your right hand side. So uh, it's tough. It's tough. And we know for Montour is 29. Forsling is 27. There's a few years of younger hockey than, than Forsling. And we knew he didn't play as much as, as, um, Montour did in his younger age so it'll be tough it'll be tough and we talked about it. we're probably going to be talking about this until free agency because it doesn't look like anyone is going to extend at this point um just how far we are into the season so uh, i don't know right it's and tough and the panthers are in a situation where it's like people i've seen people say oh we can't let montour walk but that's that's the reality of it is it's either you can't trade him at this point because you're going for the cup so he has yeah. to ride this season out. If you trade him now, it's stupid. Like our team gets worse. Like you have to just ride this out at this point. So he, it's either he signs for a few mil or he walks. And it's tough. It's tough to really decide because we know what Montour is capable of. We know what Forsling and Reinhardt, but that's what that happens, right? In in eras of when people are getting paid or, or deserve to get paid, you're going to lose somebody, you know, it's just a yeah. matter of, you know, counting how many chickens you have in in the coop and just recouping as much as you can and working deals to to keep them locked in. So, yeah, a lot of great questions for sure. Some of them we, we've we've talked about um, before in trade deadline and stuff like that. So, uh, I think, like I said, we'll probably be buyers a little bit towards um, the trade deadline. Obviously, there's going to be a few options available. It's just a matter of what assets are you willing to lose and stuff like that. So. So we'll see. So we'll see. Not sure, Ryan, if you had any anything uh, to add before. I, I had one more question for you, but it's not Panther related. Um, no, nothing else on on the Panthers. I'm sure we'll do another pod about it in the next three games or whatever it may be. So we'll be right back to it. Yeah, for sure. Just you know, mention again Bobrovsky and how how great he's been. Obviously, the, the Panthers have been or the fans have been chanting Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. So he's obviously hearing it and he loves it. So. There's a lot of scrutiny on Bob for sure early on in the first three, four years, and deservedly so. But he's kind of turned that page around this year, last year, and even the year before in the President's Trophy year. um, Kind of re, I guess you could say revived his Panthers love love here in the last, you know, 12 or 16 months. So shout out to Bob for sure. So, Brian, I wanted to mention one thing. It's been a bit of a hot topic now in the last 12 or so hours. Not sure if you saw that play that happened between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators where yeah. 
the Ottawa Senators were icing the game. They had a clear empty net. And the dude, I think his, his name is Riley Ridley Grieg or something like that. Riley Grieg. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. He sends an absolute clapper, just unloads, like no reserve, like just bush leagues, smacks it into the net instead of, you know, tapping it in. There was obviously no one behind him. Could have just pushed it in, smacks it as hard as he can. And here comes Morgan Riley from Toronto, just cross-checks him in the head, you know, was given a 10-minute miscon. The game was over, you know, whatever. And I'm sure he'll have something from the player safety department on that. So, Ryan, I have my take, but I want to hear your take on that instant. If you haven't seen it, oh, it's, on, it's on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you see it. And just look up Morgan Riley and Crosscheck or something like that. So, Ryan, oh. let me know what you think. I, I love that. I think I think the NHL should be way more popular than it is. They don't do, you know, we've talked about this. They don't do a great enough job marketing. But even going back to, let me go back three days ago. So hockey needs way more of this. Um, it was the Devils and the Flames. And Vanacek came out of his net all the way almost to the blue line. Um, he got kind of hit in the head, spun around, and then Kadri came in and Vanacek laid him out. And then they got into a brawl. I mean, that's that's what, you know, casual fans want to see. I think that the league needs more of it. And then going back to, you know, he took a slap shot <laughs> into the empty net. It's kind of funny. But Morgan Riley should be suspended for five games for that. Like, the game's over. You cross-check someone in the head for no reason. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know, Toronto got all these guys. Um, Hold on. Ryan, Ryan, when you say you love that, what do you mean? You love what the Toronto, the Ottawa player did? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Like he he scored into the empty net. He, the league needs that, you know, divisional opponents. Like it's it's good. I think it's good for the league. It creates a little rivalry going. But so you think what I Morgan hate what Riley, Toronto did? That was Bush. You hate what they did. I hate what Toronto did. I like what Ottawa did. I feel like I, I'm old school, Ryan. That's Bush League. You tap the puck in, let it go in, and say goodnight. You smack that puck like that, I guarantee you the Panthers would do the same thing. Matthew Kachuk would skate across the ice, push you, let you know you don't do that Bush League sure. stuff. And, and you send a message. And I guarantee you, if Morgan Riley gets suspended, whatever, three, four, five games, every player from that Toronto team is going to is gonna pay for that, for that uh, suspension. Because you don't do that, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm old school, but... You put the puck in the net, you say goodnight, and that's it. You smack the puck like that, of course, that deserves a response. That's that's Bush. I, yeah, I, don't know. But I don't know. What more? So, yeah, whatever. He he took a slap shot. Sure, the, the Panthers will respond too, but you can't cross-check someone in the yeah, side I of the head. Right, for sure. I don't that's agree. Ridiculous. I don't agree with – he's going to get suspended, for sure. Yeah. He's going to get suspended, deservedly so. But I just think if that were to be – Again, I'm not a pro, and, and everyone, you know, you have your own locker room and stuff like that. You put the puck in the net. That's it. You 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 put it in. You don't send us a clapper. That to me is just that's like a Sunday beer league play to be right. You push the puck in the net, and if you disagree, let me know. But I I think what Toronto did was fine. I it, it might be unpopular, but you don't let the other team just do that on you and not like. Obviously, don't cross-check him in the head, but you, you push him around. You grab him and be like, what the heck are you doing, yeah. right? So I like when players are kind of like 
their heels like uh like cousins if he's not dirty Kachuk Kachuk you know is never really dirty but Kachuk will get in your face and try to start stuff after people hate him and I saw I saw comments on Twitter that um Ridley is is starting to starting to be like that and I like that he took the slap shot I just don't of course you're, there's going to be a response no matter what of course but like to cross check him that's the only the only issue I have is when people take dirty hits like that it's just Right. It's not necessary. Yeah, he should have just shoved him and you know maybe give him a little punch. But to to cross check the man in the side of the head is yeah, yeah. is insane. But I I like the flair. Like you know you say the everyone says oh hockey players are boring, no personality, which is kind of true. But like so I like when stuff like this happens and they show emotion. Like Wallman's hitting the gritty now. Yeah, that's so cool. He needs more of that stuff. You scored like you scored and it was it was a it's a fifty fifty play. To me, empty net. Put it in the net. That's. <laughs> That's it. And, and, I mean, do that, but expect a response. Obviously not a cross check to the face, but expect for them to come and like, you know, talk to you and push you around. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Sure. I, don't, I, I, like it. I just like the way that they respond. Obviously I didn't like the cross check, but I just, I felt like any other team would have done the same thing. And if they wouldn't have, I felt like that's just soft in my opinion, because again, I've, you don't slap the fuck. It like that, but whatever. And and then the same thing, like Lockwood got suspended, what, three games for hitting Mark Andre Furry in a hockey play. So I expect wow. some sort of reprimandation from from the league on Morgan Riley. But like I said, I think the Toronto players would be like that if that were me, that was the closest. I probably would have done the same thing, not cross checked him, but you know, got in his face. But I think they'll I think they'll pay up and uh help cover that suspension suspension. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm I'm looking right now. It they don't play again. Unfortunately. Oh, they don't play again this year. So yeah, that sucks. I'm, well, so I'm Ottawa's not making the playoffs, so it's definitely not the a playoff potential. Yeah, that sucks. But whatever. Um, maybe maybe that'll be a next year thing we can look back on and see what happens. Yeah, there there will be a response at some point. But it's got me. Yeah, I, I love know. it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it, but I just I, I don't know. It's unpopular, I guess. So yeah. Panthers obviously killing it right now, 33, 15, and four. Couldn't ask for anything better for sure. They've got three road games next week on Wednesday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which will be on TNT. Ryan, I know you love your boys, Paul Busynet. I'm sure he'll be uh, yeah. loving the Panthers on TNT. Then we've got at Buffalo on a back to back. First time we'll be seeing your Buffalo, uh, I was going to say Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Sabres this year. I'll say my Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and then at Tampa next Saturday and then they'll come back for uh one game at home and then a quick trip to Carolina and then a few games at home again to wrap up February. So I'm sure we'll be recording before that happens. But yeah, 33 15 and four Ryan. Reinhardt's still killing it. Verhage's still killing it. My boy Barkov finally got back on the score sheet. 12 goals this year. Everything is clicking for my cat. So not sure if you have anything before we sign off, Ryan. Yeah. One thing is I've noticed on Twitter and and at the games, people are just people blame the refs for everything. And like against the Capitals, we had five power plays, or we had two or three more power plays than the Capitals. And I'm seeing people say we got screwed by the refs. It's like, no, put the puck in the net on the power play, and that won't happen. So like, I don't know. We're top five in the league in um, power play chances, so we are we are getting calls deservedly so, but. So yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. I just hear ref, you suck every every ten minutes of the game. I mean, for sure. I mean, both teams. There's stuff that lets go, stuff that's called. I think that happens 
all the time in the NHL, not just NHL, NBA, uh, soccer, football. There's always going to be tough calls. So you like that there's replays and stuff like that that hopefully correct the game a little bit more than it should have, especially in the past. So I'm not too big, big on blaming refs. I mean, they're human. Of course, they're going to make some calls that go your way and some that don't. So whether they say, ref, you suck or not, maybe that pumps the team up. I don't <laughs> I don't know. And, and, you know, we're still saying night during the anthem when night hasn't played all year. So there's um, something. I like the Bobby. I love the Bobby, Ryan. Yeah, of course. He's on the team. We haven't said we want 10 recently. So, yeah, I mean, some good chance out there. And, you know, the stadium was full the last night. I think 100% capacity for a Colorado game is, is awesome, especially on a nice Saturday night before the Super Bowl. So, yeah, Ryan. Obviously a great time to be a Panthers fan, like we said before. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for using uh, the code FLA Panthers FC on SeatGeek. Reminder, all first-time users of SeatGeek, if you use that code FLA Panthers FC, you get $20 off of your first order. So shout out to you guys for using that code, and hopefully that gets you guys into the games a little bit easier. So, Ryan, I appreciate you joining me. Oh, go ahead. One more, David. So we didn't. We got it since the podcast is going to come out on Monday after the Super Bowl. Let's give our Super Bowl pick and see if we were right. Oh yeah, well, that's right. We mentioned it last time. Uh, I think I was. I'm still sticking to my guns. I'm going to still pick the Chiefs. Uh, I can't go against Mahomes in a big game like this. Uh, a lot of obviously outside noise with the Swifties and Taylor Swift, and now Mahomes' wife. Featuring on sports, I think it's Sports Illustrated or one of those those things. So I just think all the chips say Mahomes and the and the Chiefs take it again and they win back to back Super Bowls. It's a reminder. It's uh, it a rematch of the 2020 Super Bowl, which the Chiefs won here in Miami. So we'll see. But I'm going to go Chiefs, Ryan, 24 to 20. Okay, I think yeah, I think the Chiefs have a better defense. I mean, obviously it's it's. The, the Chiefs' defense is is sneaky good. No one really talks about them because mm-hmm. Mahomes. Um, you know, Mahomes is the reason I would I would take the Chiefs. They, but the Chiefs don't have as many weapons as the Niners, so I'm going to go with the 49ers today, and I'm going to say I'm going to say 27 to 21. 27, 21. Ooh, okay. 49ers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I take that. But like I said, I think the script has been written. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people that think there's scripts out there, but when T Swift is, when T Swift is flying all the way from Japan after four nights in a row, killing it in Japan with her tour and flying straight to Las Vegas on a 13, 14 hour flight, they're gonna make her trip worthwhile <laughs> worthwhile, yeah. Ryan. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe the San Francisco pull it off just like you said. So again, want to thank everyone for listening. Obviously, it's been fun. Uh, supporting from the support on Twitter, Instagram, or X Instagram, Facebook, wherever you guys are are checking us out. We appreciate it very much. Likes, reviews, comments are always appreciated. Ryan, thank you for joining me on this beautiful Sunday in South Florida. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm sure we'll be talking throughout it. And uh, yeah, a few days off here before the Panthers get back on the ice, not till Wednesday. So enjoy that time, Ryan. And uh, I'll have you as always on the next one. Yes, sir. Go Cats. Go Cats, as we always like to say. Vamos Gatos. And shout out. It was a fun Vamos Gatos night, Ryan. One more side note here. Every single – I got to the arena about 
20 minutes before puck drop, I went to the store to go see if like any of the Vamos Gatos special jerseys were still available. All sold out. Kachuk's was about Kachuk's was about 2500 and oh, it wow. sold out. And I got and I got the Vamos Gatos Kachuk from last year and it was about I think $700 less than what it was this year. So I I think I got a good deal from that Kachuk one. Barkov was like about 2200, so all of them sold out within 30 minutes yeah. before puck drop. So I saw they had the shirts and everything um, against the Capitals. I wish yeah. they would just, I wish they would sell jerseys. Like, you know, oh, and, um, I, I like that. What the I just don't think because it, again, it's a special collaboration with an artist, yeah, make so many you know, they just, I don't, I don't know if they're allowed to mass produce these things since it's, yeah. it's like with the special artist. Right. So tough yeah, to say. So yeah, it would be All nice, right. but shout out to those that got it. Obviously it's a really cool memorabilia to have. So Ryan, again, like we like to say, Let's go, cats. Vamos, gatos. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Vamos, gatos.